What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. And on today's episode, we will be talking about DeMar DeRozan officially being named as a starter in the All-Star team. Some people thinking Zach Levine was snubbed, which I may agree with a little bit. We'll also be talking about the upcoming game and where the Bulls rank in several stats so far this season. We'll get into all that and more right after this. All right, so first, let's just start off with this. Shout out to DeMar DeRozan for being named as an all-star starter. I know um, many of us and who people will pay attention have question why DeMar DeRozan was listed as a guard, but nonetheless, it is good and it feels great and amazing to have um, DeMar DeRozan named as an all-star starter for, from going to, um, from going from, I should say, from coming from uh, being, you know, the worst offseason signing to being an all-star and somebody who is going to get some MVP votes, whether how far he gets or not, that remains to be seen. But shout out to DeMar DeRozan for just his, his, his you know, showing and proving, right? Taking it uh, in stride, letting the doubters really fuel him into the season and having a really solid season, really great season uh, from almost every statistical uh, number that you can look at it from and being the leader out there on the court while also mentoring younger players and taking a player like Io DeSumo under his wing. It just feels great. And it was good to see the the video of, of Zach Levine announcing it on the team playing. It's just you know, th there's so much greatness around this team, right? And this is a great feeling. You know, we've been dealing with a lot of injuries and everything like that. But overall, it's still just been really good and a change of culture that has been needed for this team so much um, in, in this season so far. So really great feeling. Great to see DeMar listed as as the starters. Um, this, of course, is, has garnered some conversation around Zach Levine and should Zach and where Zach should be as far as MVP? A lot of people feel like he should be above Trey Young just because of, you know, the Bulls record, them actually having a winning record where the Hawks have had a terrible record so far and really have, have underperformed according to what people thought they were going to do um, based off what they did last season. Now, Trey Young's had his stats are crazy, right? His stats are crazy. And, you know, I understand as far as the, the, the vote, um, why people would vote for him. Um, you know, I, I always say this, you know, it, it should it be ranked more than just a fan vote because Zach Levine won in the players vote, right? I'm not sure if he won in the media vote as well, but he definitely won in the players vote. And so, you know, looking at that, it it it, it is what it is. It stands where it stands. Zach is still going to be an all-star, right? We know he's going to be an all-star. We have faith in that. If he's not named as a reserve, then we're going to have to riot at that point. But I do trust that Zach Levine is going to be named a, a, on a reserve list. So, that means we're going to have two All-Stars. And, you know, I know there have been some conversation about, well, will the NBA replace Durant uh, with with DeMar and then use use that to bring in Zach as a starter? It's not like, let me just cut that right now. It is not going to happen. They're not going to move DeMar from being listed as a guard to being listed as a four just to, just to replace Durant. It's not going to happen. Now, if it does happen, I would be completely shocked by it, right? But I just don't expect that to happen at all. I know some people are holding out hope for that. I don't expect it. But Zach will be an all-star, and he deserves it as well. Zach's stats this year, maintaining his efficiency, has been huge. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's it, it, it. we're going to have two all-stars this year. So let, let's just rest on that. It's going to feel really good to have a team that's listed where it is and, and to have two all-stars and represented. And we'll see where else we may have representation in the all-star weekend. We know IO, we expect IO to really be in that rising stars tournament thing that they're doing. And he's going to show out in that. Uh, we, we truly believe so bulls are going to be represented very heavily in this year's all-star uh, weekend. And they rightfully so should. Now, one thing that I did want to talk about in this before we get into the preview of the Spurs game is the bulls ranking um, amongst the NBA this year, right? So uh, this may surprise some people, may not. So the Bulls right now rank 
second in field goal percentage overall in the NBA. We're first in three point percentage, even though we're even the dead last or towards the bottom of free of, of uh, three point attempts, three point percentage. I think I said field goal. So we're first in three point uh, percentage, bottom in the attempts. There we're thirteenth in in free throws made. We're fifth in free throw percentage overall. We're ninth in turnovers. Right, we know we've we had problems with turnovers, but we're we're ninth in the in being the best. We're fifteenth in getting steals. Um, and surprisingly, we're tenth in fast break points as well. This team has made huge leaps in this season, and the reason why I bring that up is that should the should there be conversation about Billy Donovan being the coach of the year? Now, as Bulls fans, we absolutely believe he should. Right, more time, more than not, I think we some of us believe that that it should be. But what does that do for national media? Um, again, this is something more so for the end of the season. But I just found it interesting where the Bulls rank currently at with those and how the, how it differentiates from last season. Uh, we were ninth in field goal percentage last season, right? We were thirteenth in three point percentage uh, last season, and then thirtieth in free throw uh, free free throws made, thirtieth in free throw attempts. So even though we we talk and rightfully so, uh, you know we're we're nineteenth in free throw attempts this year. We know that the refs don't really give us some of the calls that we need, but this is the, the, those type of stats, like those type of leaps. We were bottom in the half, bottom half in the league, less than twentieth in just about every other statistical category. Um, it's crazy, right? The growth of this team has been crazy. It's been an amazing season to watch as a fan, as true fans of the Chicago Bulls. It's, hey, we are doing really good this season so far. And I just really wanted to talk about that some. And as we get into, um, you know, the Bulls have a lot of injuries right now. And the thing with that is, and I know people have gotten, you know, some people, because we got into first in the rankings, have made it all about thinking about where the Bulls are going to rank. Where are they at in the standings? Are they going to be able to hold the XYZ position? At this point, as I've said before, I'm not really worried about it. The Bulls are going to have to play how they're going to have to play. Right now, considering who we have out on our bench, our bench has gone from a strength to it can still be a strength in certain matchups, but we're going to have to rely heavily on people like Troy Brown Jr., right? Uh, we're going to need you know Tyler Cook, Kobe, we need him to come out of his slump. Things like that. We're going to need that, especially if you if you look at things right now, like the Bulls starting five is solid. Right. We as long as we have Zach and Damar and Vooch and they're all playing well, it makes everything else easier. Javante Green said it right. That's how Javante Green and his contributions and his energy uh, it can't be overstated. Right. Or understated. He is huge for us. Um, and then, you know, Io being in that starting lineup, it's Io's done solidly in the starting lineup. Yes, he had a couple of bad games back to back. And that's going to happen, especially as a rookie, and especially, you know, somebody who's now adjusting to a new role, being a starter um, and where he is. but. Overall, the 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 Bulls do, especially when Kobe's not playing and shooting well, the Bulls are going to need the big three that we have to really all be on. We don't have enough cushion anymore to sustain bad Vooch games as we did before. I mean, we still have some cushion because we have DeMar, because we have Zach, and especially when Io's shooting and scoring well. We, we, we have some, but we don't have the same amount. When you talk about missing Lonzo, missing Caruso, missing Derrick Jones Jr., things like that, um, and they're not going to be back anytime soon. But all, I, all I'm going to say is this. Don't obsess over his standings anymore. Let's focus on each and every game. And one of the things that the Bulls do have to get in order is allowing big runs, the inability to hold on to leads. I don't want to hold like kill it over the head or anything like that, but I will say this is that it is concerning. The, the Bulls' inability to hold on to big leads is definitely, definitely concerning because, like I, said all, like I say all the time, I'm looking at this team under the guise and the perspective of a playoff team and what they can do in the playoffs. And... That's a bit concerning when you talk about playoff matchups as being not being able to hold on leads and giving these big runs that the Bulls do sometimes. But like I've been saying, 
for the most part, I trust this team to figure it the hell out. And I, and I trust they're going to figure it out. And one thing that we're doing by not having some of the bench players that we have or just missing the players that we are missing is we are we have players that are playing out of their normal roles right now. They're still developing in a way into these new roles. Don't forget we're a team that has not played very many games together with this with this roster. I mean, we're yeah, we're 47 games into the season right now. Um, but even with that being said, with COVID injuries like that, people's and players um, roles have really changed a lot over the course of the season. So we'll see that continue to develop. And I really do trust this team and the makeup of this team and the heart of this team to continue to be able to bond together and to fix some of these things. We need to see that de defensive intensity. And when you talk about who we're playing tonight, we're playing the San Antonio Spurs tonight. The Spurs, who don't have a great record, um, their offensive and defensive rating so far this season are both in the bottom half of the league. Um, so things on paper should shape up for the Bulls to be able to come in and take care of business. But we need to see the execution from the from the Bulls. We need not to play down to any opponents, and we need this team to come in and play with the heart that we know that they can play with. And that's going to be key in what the Bulls can do um, for the most part in the season. In every match of the season, yes, we're going into a, a quote-unquote weaker part of the schedule, right? We have San Antonio Friday, Portland Sunday, Orlando again Tuesday, and we already saw what, our, what Orlando did to us last game when we're not on our shit. And then we have Toronto again Thursday, and then in, uh, then Indiana Friday to kind of wrap up uh, the, the next week of games, over the, the games we have over the next seven days. These matchups on paper, right, a lot of them should be matchups that the Bulls should be in easily. But if we keep having those hiccups that we have, those issues that we have at times, with giving up leads, having long long runs, or giving the long runs up to the other team, it's going to make things more difficult for this team. I really want to see this team figure that out and execute, especially in this game. It starts with one game, right? We need to see them execute against the Spurs. The Spurs, who even though they may not have the best record, we know how they're coached, we know um, how they execute, and it could get interesting if the Bulls do not play very well, right? And they can't have those bad stretches. The third quarters, which is something I've been harping on, all, all season has continued to be an issue. But with that being said, if we get output from our big three, we are almost unstoppable. When we see when Vooch is scoring efficiently, how much that changes how he plays on both sides of the ball. Continue to feed Vooch in the post. Let Vooch's perimeter game come naturally, but Vooch needs to be focused in the post in every matchup that we have. He can feast in this game. And this is a game that I hope to see a big, big production from Nikola Vucevic tonight. Also, Io DeSumo. I'm right now, I'm calling. I've been hesitant to say it before. Io DeSumo is getting a double-double tonight. I don't know if it's going to be rebounds. I don't know if it's going to be assists. But mark my words, Io DeSumo is getting a double-double tonight. And I'm holding on to that. Let me know any expectations or any crazy predictions you have for this game down below. We'll make we'll have a, a pregame show, halftime hangout, and a postgame show. We got all three lives coming to you tonight for the Bulls versus the Spurs, man. Like I like to end everything on. Oh, first, let me do my plugs. Make sure you're following the podcast at Bulls Central Pod. Uh, you can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to leave a text or a voicemail, you can do so at 773-270-2799. I know I was supposed to get into the mailbag yesterday. Life happened. I ended up doing a live stream yesterday, but we'll deep and uh, dive into the mailbag tomorrow. So get any texts, any voicemails in. Saturday's episode is going to be heavily just a mailbag episode. So get anything in. I'm calling on everyone to get in the text. All my all my usual people, all the family members that we have now here, get a text, voicemail, or email in because I want to hear from you guys for the mailbag tomorrow. But that's it for me. Like I like to end every episode on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media.
What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL.